Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Well, hello. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. And before I get going this week, and I'm going to be talking about the future of the office, something which I'm sure you'll have your own opinion on. And yeah, we'll see where that conversation goes. But before that, I just want to bring your awareness to the latest webinar that we're running, which is on Thursday, the 1st of October. And it's called Mental Health, How to Get Your Teams Thriving as We Contemplate a Return to the Office. So really what this is about is a very upbeat conversation about a very, very big and very serious topic. You know, we know a lot of the data suggests that people are feeling much more uncertain. In fact, CIPD data shows that one in five people are anxious about their jobs and think they might lose their jobs in the next 12 months. We also know that people with existing mental health conditions feel it's been worsened by the pandemic and people with anxiety feel that the pandemic has worsened their condition or significant amounts of people. And I certainly think that HR teams are going to be need to be ready to address the challenges of mental health. I think a lot of people are going to be carrying scar tissue around with them due to loneliness or isolation or guilt about returning to work and leaving pets or loved ones at home. And of course, energy and motivation might also be affected and a lack of connection for those at home can really impact well-being. So we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff in this webinar. So it's absolutely free to sign up for, as is all our webinar content, but places are limited. So sign up now. I'm going to put a link in the show notes as to how you can sign up and get your place. So that's it in terms of uh, the, the plug for our next event. So this podcast, I wanted to talk about the future of the office. So this has been recorded in mid-September when organisations are starting to think about a return to the office. Some are doing it, some are about to invite people back, and I think quite a few are giving you the option, but not everybody. It's interesting because also around this time, we've just been told we can't mix in groups of six or more. So how does that fit with, with the return to the office? Well, it's a challenge. And whilst Boris Johnson has said that we can still mix in groups of six or more in an office environment, or significantly more than six... It does present a challenge, doesn't it, in terms of, of keeping one metre apart from people and minimising the contact you have with, for example, hand whales or taps and things that uh, upon which a virus can spread. And this is what I think is going to happen with the office. And I have a little bit of a first-hand or, or insight because I'm the head of wellbeing for a fast-growing tech company called iTech Media, a fantastic organisation. It's been a really fun role to get my teeth into. And I know that they were all very office-based before. It was very much about being around each other, having fun, growing every day. Winners won. You know, they're two of their very strong, strongly held values. And yet they've had to try and make those, those values work while people are very, very disparately located. And when I started talking to iTech and the, the founder of the business, Harley, in March, they were 154 people and they're now knocking on 200. So huge growth. So I know the challenges that they're facing, uh, which will be very commonplace um, across all organisations. How do we get people back safely um, and effectively, efficiently in all its contexts, but not make people feel they need to come back? Because what iTech have been very clear about is if you don't want to, you don't need to come to the office ever. 
So here's how I think it'll work with them. Um, and I'm not revealing any insider insight because we haven't really had a, a conversation about that specifically. But here's what I think is going to happen in general. Um, I think companies who are really forward thinking and really want to position well-being as the right thing to do, as a fantastic way of getting employee engagement and retention, directly contributing to, to the bottom line, but also providing a strong competitive advantage. I think well-being is going to be first and foremost there. So those companies will understand that not everyone wants to come back for many reasons. So they will offer people the opportunity to come back upon certain terms, or they'll simply say, if you don't want to come back, don't come back. But whether you're coming back on, on Monday and Friday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, or, or you're not coming back at all, at some point, we do need to get people together, whether it's virtually or whether it's in person. Um, and we need to encourage that spirit of collaboration. We need to have people connecting in all its different senses. So I think what we might see in terms of the physical office is a lot more meeting space big open space where people can distance, but they can come together and collaborate and share ideas and generally work within that buzz, you know, that, that incredible energy you get when you walk into a room of people buzzing with ideas and wanting to share them and listen to each other. So I think we'll see far fewer banks of desks. Maybe there'll be some banks of desks behind the scenes, as it were. But as you walk into an office, big open reception, loads of collaboration space and meeting space, um, and that, I think, is going to be one of the significant physical changes that we'll notice. Of course, spaces will have to be redesigned to allow people to uh, to operate a one-way system as well, so we're not bumping into each other. Uh, and as well as more collaboration spaces, um, I think we'll have to think about other ways that we collaborate. So, for example, uh, there may be smaller regular off-sites between teams. We're going to be really utilizing the virtual technology that we have. Um, iTech very recently ran their the conference, which would have been Croatia, uh, and it would have been about now, actually. And instead, they ran a virtual conference. And I have to say, it was absolutely knockout. Um, it was incredibly well organized. They got some branding teams in, some people to run it for them. They used amazing technology. Um, and it was really fun. There was live music. Um, in fact, they had Professor Green doing a live set. There were lots of cool events. I did a, a piece on resilience and immunity and building your new normal. They had some really great speakers. They had a speaker in from Disney that everybody was raving about. So it sounds very, very impressive. Uh, very impressive indeed. So I think we will see more online conferences, more like it. You can't substitute that face to face, but this was as good as, as you know, it was as close as you can get, as near as damn it. So smaller regular offsites, online conferences, utilization of technology like Slack and, and other kind of devices for people to communicate, collaborate, share ideas and so on. So I think we're going to rethink the way that we collaborate. Um, and then the other thing I think we'll see more of are regular offsites rather than getting people together in a town hall. I think we'll start getting people together outside. And it's an idea, a business idea that I'm exploring uh, with some partners of ours. I personally am a Bear grill survival instructor, so I've got the skills to be able to take people out in the woods and show them how to set a snare, obviously for a survival situation only, how to light a fire, how to purify water, all that kind of stuff. So one of the ideas that we have is to to work with organizations to take their teams of people out into the open. Because in terms of managing my own risk exposure, as it were, to COVID in particular, but really anything that you can catch when you're in a small space with loads of people, um, I apply three rules, which I heard a scientist talking about um, as being her sort of credo around the virus prevention or, or virus mitigation, which is what's the airflow like in the area? 
How many people are going to be there and how long do I plan to be there? And depending on the answers to those three questions, I'll either make a decision to do or not do that particular um, event. Now, I think companies will, will also think that way. You know, they'll think, well, I can get people outdoors because the airflow issue is no problem. That means I can have more people in one space and it doesn't really matter how long they're there. So they're the kind of considerations that I think will mean that the offsites, maybe sort of survival-based offsites, getting people outside anyway, uh, we'll see a great deal more of that. So to summarize, I think we'll we'll see meeting spaces and collaboration spaces replace banks of desks. Um, I think there'll be uh, organizations, businesses that spot an opportunity and instead of renting out units, uh, they'll rent out collaboration spaces or event spaces uh, for businesses to come together. I think there'll be some quarterly offsites where people can get together outdoors in a safe way and then we can start mapping some of the challenges of business to survival situation, for example. You could have loads of fun with that. Um, and I think we're going to have to massively rethink how we collaborate. Um, whether it's smaller, regular offsites amongst teams or online conferences, you're using technology like Slack. But ultimately, uh, this this challenge of how we're going to get back to the office and this challenge of how we're going to redefine what BAU business as usual is, is really going to have to be underpinned by well-being. Um, for the extroverts who can't wait to get back, you know, they, they probably haven't been happy for six months. The introverts are, are dreading thinking about coming back to the office. Even people who are pretty relaxed, and by that I mean I'm just not very worried about catching it, but I'm doing my best to keep myself and therefore those around me safe, are not enthusiastic about putting ourselves under or exposing ourselves to many different layers of risk. So we've just got to keep all this in mind, be mindful of people's scar tissue, and just be mindful that not everyone feels the same way. And, and well-being has never, in my opinion, been so far up that totem pole, and rightly so. It's a shame it's taken a global pandemic to push it up there. So I hope that's been helpful. As always, please share the episode with anyone you think would benefit from hearing from it. Um, I've raised lots of points, and you may not agree with all of them, so let me know. You can email me at leanne at bodyshopperformance.com or you can make a comment on social media wherever you've seen this podcast being advertised I would love to hear from you I get a lot of comments on things and it's always interesting to see other perspectives and get your feedback on things so hopefully we'll see you at the webinar if you're in HR or people or you're a business owner that would be fantastic other than that stay healthy as always and I'll talk to you next week if you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies head over to our website bodyshopperformance.com You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our Health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short Health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.